Hi everyone, I'm Pamela and I'm Astrid and welcome to another episode of Chubby Chats. This is episode three and second one in English. Yeah, the second one in English, which is is fun. I noticed all the odd numbers are for English and all the even numbers will be for Spanish. Yeah. So unless something happens, yeah, that <laughs> something. switches it up. But no, we don't but think my so. OCD's not gonna let me, so we're gonna have to do it like that. Yeah, but I was looking at our stats for the episodes because we actually didn't plan to upload an episode in English and an episode in Spanish on the same day. It just sort of happened. Yeah. And I noticed that we're doing much better in English than we are in Spanish. But yeah, we need bigger audience. <laughs> yeah, but it's fun. I mean. I've gotten a lot of feedback, positive feedback from our friends and family, which so is so sweet. thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you everyone for listening. And um, yeah, so today we thought we'd talk about our obsessions and how they came about. And explain to them why this is what we're talking about. Because oh, we yeah. actually, unfortunately for me, we haven't planned in detail how we're going to do this. We're just sort of winging it, you know, really keeping it casual, conversational, and well, because I want it to be fresh, you know. I think yeah. it's fun when these are fresh conversations. Like, um, I don't want it to be necessarily planned out where we have a script, per se, of what we're no. going to be doing or anything. It's but just I would like, have liked bullet points of, like, okay, so this is what we're talking about now. and then This is actually one of our bullet points, if that yeah, makes no, you feel yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, but, like, the main, like, reason we're talking about this right now is because um, today is Sunday, the last day of April, so, you know, when we upload this, Happy May, everyone. I hope um, everyone's doing okay this May. <laughs> uh, everybody finished their goals for April and all of that. But yeah, so today is 30th of April and we are... No, today... Dude, today's the 1st of May. No way. Yes, th- it is. Oh my God. <laughs> 30th of April. No, wow, today so... is the 1st of May, but today is 28 years Yeah. Um, from... Ayrton Senna's death. death, and so I thought it would be. Can you say it no- normally? I hate it when people know how to pronounce someone's name the actual way, and then they don't. Ayrton Senna. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, today's twenty eight years after his death, and you know I I thought I wanted to talk about F one because I mentioned in the first episode that I've recently become obsessed with F one, and I thought what better day to like I don't know talk about it you know and embrace that love that I have for Formula mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. and so I thought you know Pamela yes she watches it and she appreciates it and everything but it's it's she has her own obsession you know what I mean but I wouldn't call it an obsession no I would anyways but <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun to like talk about how they came about and everything and so um we'll start with with Pamela and because, why me first? Because yours came about first. And, oh wow! And so Pamela, for if you didn't a, catch from the first episode, she likes Harry Potter a lot. Yeah, I really love it. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I would call it an obsession. Um, it's a very sad story how I got in love with books and stuff. Um, so like when I was young, I got bullied in school and like one of my refugees was like going to the library and just reading there and I got really really along with like all the librarians like the two I think it was three but like mainly two librarians and I read through all the children's books and specifically I remember I read through all of the Miss Miss Potter books Miss Porter Porter books uh from Peter Rabbit 
And after I finished that, I remember one of my librarian teachers persons was like, oh, then just start reading, like, teen books because, like, there's nothing else, you like, left for you to read, like, no new things, you know? And I started reading, like, her autobiography, which she became my first female, like, hero. Like, I remember reading her story and her autobiography and just being like, wow, she's so cool. Like, honestly, I can't believe a woman in that time managed to, like, do so much, you know? And um, after that, I got into Percy Jackson and... Percy Jackson was fun and all that, but because I had been brought up in a very Catholic household, talking about Greek gods and all that was really confusing to me, so I just, I liked it, but it wasn't that great, and then I started reading Harry Potter, and yeah, I was like, this is it, this is my hub, I'm a wizard, I'm a witch, I'm from here, like, <laughs> this is it, and I loved it, and I've been obsessed with Harry Potter ever since, um, I wasn't like, I did read a lot. But, like, I wasn't, like, reading the Harry Potter books, like, as tediously as I do now. Now I make it a point in my life to read it, read them at least once a year, like, all the seven books once a year. Um, and I love them so much. They're all my comfort characters. And, like, for me, I think the whole point of it was, like, school didn't have to be that crap, you know? Like, it didn't have to be as bad as it had been for me at that point. And I really loved just the magic and... Just seeing Harry having not just a bully at, at home, but also at school and being able to, like, get out of that and, like, just really enjoying life with his friends and the magic and just being the chosen one. I think it was super relatable at that point in my life for me. And also, I think it's a thing where everybody that feels different or just doesn't fit in could look at Harry Potter books and just be like, oh my god, this is so awesome, I'm from here, and I really, really, really related to Hermione, because I was like, yeah, that's me, <laughs> that's me a thousand percent, and I just loved all the books, and I loved the films too, like, at the beginning, when I was reading the books, I loved the books more, because the movies just were too scary for me, like, I remember I watched the second film uh, on a road trip somewhere when we were going somewhere in Bizarre, I don't remember, and I had nightmares for a couple days because of all the spiders, I don't even know why they did it so <laughs> scary, like, I don't even know why, um, but, But yeah. that was a big, I think a big part of our childhood, apart from the fact that we were, we watched a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of movies, I think a lot of our yeah. childhood consisted of watching movies, and maybe that's why, that's where our love for movies come from, Yeah. but we did watch a lot of the Harry Potter movies, I remember a lot, and to me, I was always kind of the weird child. I loved anything sort of dark yeah. and sinister. And so I loved, um, you know, I had fun watching the movies. And I remember going to the movies and watching, yeah. went to the cinema, watching the last two films, I think. Oh, my God. That was the most amazing thing in my life. Like, I remember I've never experienced such joy in my life of, like, <laughs> having read the books and then being able to go to the cinemas and be like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. Like, I distinctly remember feeling that for all of the Hunger Games books. I remember feeling like, I know exactly what's going to happen, and I know, like, how each character is feeling and their emotions and all of that, and, like, for Harry Potter was the same thing. I was like, I know it's going to be all right, but I don't want to feel the pain, because, you know, I definitely felt like, uh, you know, it's going to be sad. But, yeah, like, that's where my obsession, as Ashley likes to call it, comes from. But for me, it's more like a comfort read. Like, honestly, I love those books so much. I have them all. I have Funkos from all the characters. I... My room is plastered and all of them, but for me, it's like, 
comfort, you know, it's in my room because for me, my room is a sacred space. So like if I'm in there and I want to chillax, I don't want to feel anxious. I want to just calm down. I can go in there and relax. And when I look at those characters, I'm like, oh, they would fight for me, you know, like if I was in trouble and I knew them and they were real, like they would, we would get along and they'd fight for me, you know? So like, that's why I love Harry Potter so much. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's fun. And I'm actually one of my coping mechanisms for when I'm like really, really anxious is like rereading certain bits of books because I, like, I think like this is an anxious thing trait I don't even know how to describe it but I read it somewhere like um anxious people like to watch or re-watch or reread or redo activities because they know like the patterns there like the um, like you there's nothing new there so there's nothing that you need to prepare for so like that's something I do often with the book so yeah that's where my obsession comes from <laughs> and then last year I think it was Pamela well for quite a while she begged me to read the books um, my whole family but nobody listens to me I but know I'm not I have a big, good taste <laughs> I'm not a big reader at all like I can pick up a book and if it catches me from the first chapter I think first few pages even then uh-huh. I can finish it fairly quickly I am like a quick reader but um but yeah like if if I pick up a book and it's not catching me then I'm quite okay I think I've left over 30 books unfinished in my I life I can't do that but, but yeah, I, I'm a quick reader. I can read things if I want to read them, if I'm in the mood to read them. And sometimes if I get in the mood of reading, I can go through several books. But if it's very strange. It's rare for me. So mm-hmm. Pamela begged me for a while to read the books, and I just didn't want to. I was like, no, no, don't feel like it's it. Cause like, it's because like like she it. wasn't in the mood, you know? Like when you love something so much and you want to share it with your friends, your loved ones, but they don't get it. And you're like, come on, you need to get it. That's what I wanted. And then I told her, fine, I'll read them. But I told her, I'll <laughs> read them for myself at my pace, when I, you know, when I feel like it. What a wrong and she was like, mood. yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, I agree, like 100%. It's like, fine. And so she gave me the first book to read. Not even, I think, <laughs> 10 minutes later, she was here, can you read out loud for me, please? And so I was reading the books out loud for her to listen to as well but i i finished them in what a oh, month i think no it was like a week no nah. yeah it wasn't a month like i finished them really quickly i'm proud of you and um and yeah i mean i get it now there's a lot of things in the books that there's not in the movies that makes it way more interesting but and george troopers. yeah i still think both the movies and the books are incredibly yeah, good. yeah yeah um but yeah that's I mean, I do appreciate Harry Potter. I like it. I think I'm fine, like, watching it, reading it, appreciating it. I think it's a beautiful piece of art, but... Not I, so much the author. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I also don't have that that much of an obsession. obsession. Now, you call it an obsession because, um, yeah, her room is filled with, with yeah. things with, of Harry Potter. She, My wall I think her has brain niches is, all over it. And it and, yeah, which yeah. I designed, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, my room is... Yeah, it's comfort. <laughs> like, it'd be hard to miss that she likes Harry Potter from her room. You know what? Actually, talk about that. I think it'd be fun if you filmed uh, a video of your room because we opened a TikTok. I made a TikTok for for the podcast, which is called At Chubby Chats on TikTok. So and follow so us there, guys. If you want to see her, what her room looks like, then I'll make Pamela post a TikTok of her room. Thanks. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so that's how Pamela's 
obsession came about. Yeah. And then with me, with Formula One, it's... No, but explain. Like, Astrid has been an obsessed personality her whole life, I think. Like, no, but that's the thing. Like, I, I think a lot of people have claimed my obsessiveness. Well, I don't know. It's weird because normally it doesn't last this long, which is what, what worries me. <laughs> because, so when I was younger, yeah, I... There you go. Explain. I became super obsessed with One Direction. A die-hard like, Directioner, guys. Yeah, but like, obnoxious. But I don't think it was weird for that generation, you know? like Yes, it was. I didn't, like, I didn't... Yeah, but you were weird. Anyways. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, for, for that generation when One Direction came about, it was literally like a disease or something because... Fever, fever. Yeah, but what like... What was the Direction one? I can't remember. But like, One, one Direction infection, I think it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you but go. But like, it's... I was so obsessed. Like, it was, it, it's crazy because my, at some point, my room head to toe was covered with posters of yeah. One Direction, which I still have to this day, might I add. Um, I had shirts, I had bags, I had stickers, I had books, my pencil cases, like oh my, my God, iPad, yeah. like everything. Obnoxious. Was, I was that One Direction girl, like that annoying person that came that to school. That was her trait. Like, she didn't have an, any other <laughs> I trait. came to school, talked about One Direction, tried to get people to like One Direction. I actually got to my friends into One Direction, which I, I'm very proud of. But An um, advocate for that. <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was concerning. I think my parents were genuinely concerned for me at some point that my dad literally had to persuade me to take down my One Direction posters by buying me a bigger One Direction poster. So he bought me this very, very big One Direction poster. Yeah. Um... And he was like, okay, I'll I'll buy it for you if you take down all of your other posters. And yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> and so he bought me this massive poster, and I hung it up in my room. I very sadly took down, not all of them, just I think 80% of the posters I Which had hung up in my room. Lot, it was I wish cool. I had. I wish I had a picture of what my room looked like, because it's it was kind of, it's very... Intense. Yeah. It was intense. Yeah. Um, and creepy, too. Yeah, but slowly, it's, it, you know, I started toning it down a lot. I still love One Direction. I still listen to One Direction and love Harry Styles and Tom. The fact Tom. that they are, like, the myth that they're no longer together is a myth in this household. We don't talk about Bruno in this household. <laughs> yeah, but, but since there, I think I've had that little obsessive character in me. And so every once in a while, I'll fall in love with characters or actors and actresses, and yeah, and then it'll carry on for a couple of weeks intensely. So I think I've had that with Draco. I've yeah. had that with Harry Styles. I've had that with Timothy Chalamet. I think was one that lasted a long, a long time. time. But I think it's still there, you know. But yeah, like, it still is. But I, I've managed to tone it down. You see, yeah. and I don't think I've ever taken. And I, I love taking responsibility for that because. I told Astrid to go watch Call Me By Your Name yeah. because I had read the book and I was like, this is a good, sexy book. And I was and bawling I want- my eyes out after the movie. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've managed to tone all these obsessions down and I don't think it they've ever gone this, as far as this one has gone. Billie Eilish too. <laughs> Billie yeah. Eilish. Yeah, I, I've loved her to death. But this is a thing. I've managed to take a hold of these <laughs> and rein them into my, into my heart. So, so they're like... Regular obsessions, I'm I can control them, you know. Yeah, which and makes so, it so hard to buy presents for her. By the way, like imagine her having all of these different things. Like for me, I think I'm an easy. I think easy it makes person. it easier. No, no. For me, I feel like you can just easily buy me anything Harry Potter. It doesn't even have to be quality, and I will like it. And then for you, it's like okay, I don't even 
freaking no, like, I have it, options. it's all, the, yeah, and I'm like, oh, if you just liked one thing, it'd be easy, because then I can just target my, my brain into that, but no. And so, the Formula One obsession came about, I think, um, maybe November last year, yeah. I started getting, think of the TikTok. TikTok. I started getting <laughs> a lot of TikToks of F1, and I was like, you know, oh, the radio fun. chats, no? Yeah, like, it was fun, and I was like, but I didn't really get it, you know, I was like, uh, okay, I'm, I'm not sure why this is popping up my free page, but they're fun and funny, you know, so I was, like, liking them and stuff, and then I remember when I was like, whoa, this is intense, is because a TikTok popped up of Roman Grosjean's crash, and, mm-hmm. um, how he came out of it and everything, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy, you know, and so then I found out there was a series, but this was already December past, because in December we took a road trip around yeah. Mexico, and so... There was no time for me. You know, like, I watched TikToks and stuff, but there wasn't time for us no, to No, we were too tired. Like, yeah, honestly, and, it was too much. And so... We should talk about that next. Yeah. In January, we came back. And in January, I started watching Drive to Survive, mm-hmm. the, um, the F1 Netflix series. And that's where everything sort spiraled. of... Spiraled. <laughs> spiraled. I watched it, became obsessed. And then I basically forced my family to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and they... not in like a cute way. Like <laughs> she made it happen. And yeah, they also like liked it, you know. And so it's because it's intense. Like there's no, we're an intense family. We're Mexican. We are Mexican. We are Mediterranean. <laughs> <laughs> That's our impression of, of uh, cereal, by yeah. the way. <laughs> no, but like we have emotions, guys. And like watching that, it was like, oh my god, no. Nah! Yeah, it was really intense. And so after I started watching, after I watched Drive to Survive, which I finished so quickly, um, I started watching YouTube videos, interviews, uh, races, uh, following everyone for literally twenty four hours. And for twenty four hours a day, my brain was Formula One, Formula One, Formula One. Yeah, like my search histories, my Instagram like search things and everything was Formula One. The resident expert on Formula One, like. We asked one thing, and she was like, yeah, no, this, 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 and that, and da 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 And she somehow, like, if she put this much effort into her schoolwork, she'd be a genius. But somehow, from not knowing anything, she was like, this is how the cars are made, the the tracks are made this way, and the, po- and the points are like this and like that. Like, honestly, it's such a complicated thing that I feel like my brain's still processing it, but no, Ashley was like, yeah, da 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 Yeah, but so I, it was... I remember sending, like, audios to my best friend, um, where I was literally telling her, I was like, no, dude, this is, this is kind of concerning, because I'm not <laughs> kidding you, like, my brain, 24 hours a day, is thinking of Formula One, I wake up thinking Formula One, I go to sleep thinking Formula One, like, during the day, my brain is Formula One, and I was like, this is crazy, <laughs> and so, you know, I was like, sure, this is another one of my obsessions, and it'll fade away soon, I'll be able to control it. And holy crap, dude, the amount of money I spent (laughs) on buying, I've got four, so far, so far, I have four Formula One hats, which we're looking at right now, I have a Ferrari one, I have a Checo Perez one, a Max Verstappen one, and a Mercedes one, and then I bought a Ferrari leather jacket. Oh my god, guys, it's so (laughs) cool, it's so cool, but... (laughs) It has Kimi Raikkonen's uh, name engraved on it. And then engraved, like, yeah. And then I have... Embroidered. Um, embroidered, there you go. And then I have... I bought... 
I got a shirt made, a firm one one, and then I bought another shirt at a thrift store, and then I bought two shirts for my sister and my dad, and yeah. then I... Also because, guess, I mean, you need to tell them about what we're doing later on this year. Oh my god, guys, you won't <laughs> believe it! <laughs> this is how far her obsession has gone, how she has pulled us in to this obsession. Okay. We are a family that goes all in or nothing at all. Okay, so like not even, I think not even two days into my obsession, I was like, okay, I need to figure out how I can get into one of these races and see this in person. And so I started looking at prices and stuff, and I was like, holy crap, this is for rich people. Uh, there's yeah. no way in, in hell, like, I'm Privilege. ever going to one of these. And so I got really bummed out because I was like, I, I really hope we could go to a race, but, like, it's just not going to happen. We don't have that amount of money. And so I was like... I had accepted, not really, but kind of <laughs> accepted the fact that we weren't going to go. And, like, I even told my friends, I was like, no, there's no way I'm going. Like, no, you know. But there Playing was that, that part of me that I was like, no, there has to be a way. There has to be a way. There has to be a way. And so then I found myself several weeks, like, like trying to look into, like, what were the cheapest tickets that we could get to go to the Grand Prix here in Mexico. And I found the, <laughs> I found the cheapest tickets to the Grand Prix, <laughs> and so you had me there with my mother, like waiting yeah. for the tickets to come out. I think three days we were there for trying the pre-sale, to pre-sale, no? Yeah, for the because there was a bunch of pre-sales uh, dates, and so we were there for all pre-sale dates trying to get the tickets. And I was also trying to, to like not get my my hopes too high because I saw that the demand was so. You always high. say that, but somehow it always works out for you. Well, it who all- knows? Who knows? You know, Jesus and is so, on your side. Yeah, and so. I was trying not to get my hopes too high because for, like, three days we couldn't get tickets. And I was like, oh, my God. this It's is, not going to happen. Yeah, I was like, it's not going to happen. Don't, like, don't get disappointed. It's okay, you know. And so <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And so then I think the final pre-sale date, like, I sat there with my mom. We had three devices open. <laughs> I had my, my iPad, my computer, and my phone. And my mom had her iPad. And you had my computer, too. Yes. So it was more than three devices. <laughs> and... We, as soon as the things came out, we logged in. We actually had to go in queue, I think, for the for the tickets. And we were waiting and waiting. And then my mom's life was like, ping, we found three tickets. And I was like, oh my god, oh my god, this can't be. And so... Explain who the third person is. My dad. So my sister, me, and my dad are going to go. We got tickets. <laughs> <laughs> we got tickets for, yeah, the three days. You know, practice, qualifying, and race day. I am so freaking excited and... I don't know, my brain cannot comprehend the fact that we're actually going, but every once in a while I tell my sister, like, I am already planning what we're going to do, what's going to happen. Oh, yeah, we're not allowed to just go and enjoy it. Like, Astrid has made it very clear to my dad and me, there's a plan. We have to find a way to to talk to the drivers. I was like, I don't care. Like, yes, we're going to watch the practice, we're going to watch the races, but any second we are not doing that, we are trying to find a way to get at least one foot close to to the drivers because... I, I just need to, you know? Anyways, <laughs> so, yeah, apart from that, you know, you'd think, okay, so all of these things are, like, you know, I got clothing, <laughs> a Formula One and stuff. Oh, yeah. I got cheap keychains, I got my wallpapers and whatnot, and just last week, guys, I got a Formula One tattoo. <laughs> yeah. And you'd think, okay, so she got it in, like, a hidden place, you know, it's on her back, it's on her leg, it's... It's on her butt for on all her ribs. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you can't see it. No, no, no. It's on my arm, guys. <laughs> I got a car. Okay, uh-huh. so, but don't you think it's like a huge ass car? I can also post a TikTok about it. 
You've already but, posted it. Yeah, and it's so. also on my Instagram if you want to see it. Um, but I got an F1 tattoo on my arm, and that's why I'm saying I don't think any of my obsessions have, had ever has ever gone this far. I feel like if you could have tattooed yourself when you were young and into One Direction, you would have done it. Yeah, but... I feel like when we are closer to Harry Styles, you will somehow find a way to tattoo something Harry Styles on your body. Yeah, but this is the thing. Like, I think for me personally, I know a lot of people are like that and a lot of people aren't, and I get it, but for me... Yeah, but for me, for me personally, tattoos aren't that big of a deal. Same. (laughs) Like, but at the same... And then that's what I'm saying. Like, I love my F1 tattoo. Like, I love it to death, but I know a lot of people, like my dad, he chose to ignore it, saying it doesn't exist because... (laughs) Like, yeah, he just doesn't get it. Like, why would I get a car tattoo on my arm, you know? And a lot of my friends and family, they they don't get it. It's oh fine. Oh, my God, you spoiled your life and all that. <laughs> yeah, but I love it. I'm in love with my tattoo. I love looking at my arm and seeing my little car. Like, <laughs> it's my favorite thing right now, you know? And so, um, to me, like, it, tattoos don't have to, like, have Me. this huge meaning that when I look at it, I'm reminded of how this happened or how far I've grown in life. Like, no, to me, I look at my tattoo, I'm freaking happy. I love looking at it. I love mm. seeing it, you know, and that's enough for me. Like, and I know that, like, the other day, one of our of our friends asked us, like, if somebody dared you to get something tattooed, would you do it? And I'm like, it depends on what it was, but I'm pretty sure I would because I love the tattoos for the experiences and the memories of mm-hmm. them. And, like, the moment I know that when I think about it and I look back, I'm like, wow. Maybe in a few years, it, my obsession will tone down and then I'll think back at the time and I'll be like, wow. <laughs> I was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crazy back then, you know? But that's, I think that's the fun part. And that yeah. when I think of our first tattoos, I'm like, that was such a fun moment as a family yeah, for us yeah. to get our tattoos. Because... If you don't know, guys, Pamela and I have two other tattoos that we have. Like, we have one of them as a family, which is a map. With all of us, all the four of us in our family got it matching in different parts of our body, but it's the same tattoo, basically. And there's a red dot in each place we've we've lived. lived. And I thought that was such the, like, that's... I love it. It's a fun memory for the family, and I love it, too. Like, that's something that we share as a family. And... Then Pamela and I have another tattoo on our wrists, which is, like, camera action. And um, I think that's fun, too. Like, just to think back of the memory. And that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's enough for me. Like, tattoos don't have to be this huge thing, this Mm -hmm. huge deal that you have to think of for years before getting it. Like, that's not, like, who the kind of person I am. Mm. And I know that kind of gives, like, my parents a heart attack because (laughs) to Mm. them, tattoos are, like, you get one and that's But I feel like the prejudice, like... For tattoos comes from like their age yeah 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 and also like in general like yeah we say like our generation is more open but the fact remain that you know unfortunately our generation is still not the one that's in the workforce and you know normally the workforce is like managed by people like our parents and it is difficult but yeah you know we just we know it's gonna be fine because i feel like nowadays we know that your character defines you more than your your shell, you know, which, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, to me, like, it's very aesthetically pleasing to see my, my tattoos. And to me, I love, uh, I think it adds something to my body that, like, music that makes it much easier to love my body for me personally. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's, like, me. But that's, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I never got I- an... an a tattoo of something that I yeah. love so much before. I do think that in the future I might get another tattoo of, yeah. of something that I love and stuff, but that's just, like, something to think about later on. 
Like, yeah. that's where our obsessions come from, guys. <laughs> yeah. And can I just say, like, I feel like this might be a very big topic of discussion for all of my friends from church that might be listening. Like, I feel like it's such a black and white thing at church. Like, you getting tattoos as a Christian, like, what it represents. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are like, either your faith is so strong that you understand, like, tattoos don't do anything for you. Like, they don't do anything bad in your in your skin or something I don't know how to explain or your faith is just wobbly or weak I don't want to like call anybody out that you feel like you know a tattoo might be a bad thing I don't know because I feel like um a lot of people might question Maya and Ash's faith just because we have tattoos and we don't feel concerned about them you might even say oh my god you're disrespecting the temple that God gave you but I don't know for me I've always looked at my body as like it's what I have right now, you know, and like, it's, it's part of the vessel that I'm using to navigate this life that God gave me, and I'm enjoying life as best as I can with it, um, but like, my body's gonna wither and grow old and die, and when I'm with God, I'm gonna be given a whole new celestial body, I don't even know how it's gonna be in my head, I like to imagine that Adam and Eve, when they were in heaven, had like, chubby bodies, So, like, I'm fine with that. So that's also something I just wanted to mention real quick. Like, you know, it has nothing to do with that, but we could have a whole other episode just talking about that. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, just putting our case forward of how we feel like that has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. your faith. (laughs) Wow, so that was, like, 30 minutes worth talking about obsession. I didn't think it would take that much time, but there it is, guys. Um, But, yeah, anyways, I think that's it. I mean, it'd be fun to, to listen to you guys' thoughts about all of this. I've seen a lot of people How on TikTok. How is your own obsessions? Yeah, I've seen a lot of um, F1 girls on TikTok that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a lot of people just say that girls are into F1 because you think the drivers are hot. But Pamela knows that I think the driving, the freaking cars are so hot yeah. too and just incredible in general. Like, it's it's amazing. Anyways, but... Um, it's the deeds. <laughs> Yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode, episode three of Chubby Chats. And if you don't did, forget us to follow us on all of our social media. Uh huh. That my social media is at Astrid Moreno on Instagram, A S T R I I D M O R E N O on Instagram, and then follow us on TikTok at Chubby Chats. And then yes. I'm, I think I'm gonna make us an Instagram, but we'll see. And mm-hmm. then you. My YouTube is at Pamela Moira, M-O-E-R-A, and that's the only social media I use. Mm-hmm. But do follow us on our social media, Chubby Chats, TikTok, Instagram, all of that. And you can DM us wherever if you have any suggestions or if you just want to have a chat, whatever whatever you'd like. Um, and so, yeah, we're going to be posting on Mondays and Fridays. Give us feedback, too. We're still learning. We're new, so let us know mm-hmm. if we can improve anything. There's always room for improvement, so let us know. Yeah, and that's all, guys. I hope you have a blessed Sunday, or a blessed, actually, you're going to be May. listening to this in on Monday, I think. Yeah. Well, have a blessed day, where, whenever you... Week. You... Year. Listen to month. This. Yeah, okay. and, yeah, I hope you guys come back, and... See you soon, then. listening to us. Yeah. See you. Bye! Bye.